0: Welcome to the Damn Recruiting Podcast with your hosts Marcus Greaves and Adam Nicholson. We have a ton of great Oregon State content coming your way. Let's get this thing started. back finally after taking a couple weeks off adam it's uh it's good to be back man we've kind of been on and off some scheduling stuff i had an interview we'll get into that in a second uh just a lot of kind of stuff that that kind of got in the way and then holiday so we've been gone for what has it been two weeks have we made the people it's wait been, for two weeks
1: we, we we did what we double dipped the week before fourth of july is that right I think so. And we didn't we didn't do anything the fourth, and we didn't do anything last week. Well, I shouldn't say we didn't do anything. We have plenty of stuff going on in our personal lives, you know. Yeah. Spending some time with a family, somebody's, you know, moving up in the world. And <laughs> it's uh, all kinds of fun things. But, uh, hey, it's great to be back on, hearing your voice, getting a – spreading the word, you know, doing all that stuff. So yeah, it's exciting.
0: It is exciting. And uh, I do want to share some personal news with everybody who listens to the podcast. Um, I actually had an interview last week on Friday. It's kind of been an ongoing process. I wanted to keep it kind of on the low until I could figure something out. Because I didn't want to get myself hyped up. And then they're like, sorry, Marcus, you don't get it. But um, I actually just got hired on Friday as the sports contributor at Coin News 6 so that will be super cool that'll be uh kind of digital tv kind of a mixture of both basically what i already do um but probably more tv time and um it might look a little more professional rather than just me doing it <laughs> so um, cool got a nice nice little new gig nice little new location for work so i, I uh, actually just put in my two-week notice here at 10 a the fan we had a good run here at the fan but um it's time for me to kind of take that next step but that being said i do want to hit on a point adam because it was kind of a question that was being raised and i honestly didn't even well, know the answer hey, to it
1: and hey, before we dive in though congratulations man thank you my man congratulations I it. and you know being that it's a cbs affiliate out of portland Hopefully keeping you on blitz for a little yes. bit since we're owned by CBSI.
0: <laughs> that's what, uh, that's so. what I'm hoping. I think that will be the plan. I'll have to figure out all the details and everything like that. Um, probably next week is when I think I'll go in and kind of iron out every detail because my next uh, or my first day at work is, I think, the 25th. It is the 25th, so hopefully I uh, come prepared. <laughs> but, uh, hey, man.
1: It's gonna be I know exciting. so many of us are just so proud of you. Yeah. Hey. The growth that you've made. So big ups to you, bro.
0: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I remember uh, I would go back and listen to um, a couple of the podcasts I did to, to start off with. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I want to give – I don't even want to give a shout-out to myself. I want to give a shout-out to my fans and not fans but <laughs> listeners. Anyone who yeah. you know enjoys the podcast because I was sitting there and I was like, how did these people listen to me? Like this is <laughs> – this is getting to a point where I was like, I think I might just shut this off. I'm starting to get uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> I feel like I need to go wash my hands or something. But, uh, no, it sounds like the podcast, instead of being kind of on SoundCloud, we said it was then going to switch over to 10A The Fan. But then I got this new job. So it's probably going to be on Coin's um, platform in a way. So um, for anybody listening, if you want to keep up on the podcast – I don't know how we'll go about it next week. We'll kind of have to figure that out. But we do have another episode this Thursday. This Thursday, the episode will be on SoundCloud. But next week, it might be on coin Six's platform. So you could either get the Coin6 app. Of course, Adam and I and the damn podcast page will always tweet it out and everything just so you guys have it. But for all of you who are listening on SoundCloud, if you guys don't have another way to listen to it, Please reach out to me, and I will find a way to give you guys, you know, the opportunity and everything else to listen to it. So that being and said, and we
1: should—I I think we'll still have it on Beaver Blitz too, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. We're going to try. We'll that's that's what we're going to try to iron get out. We'll try on. to figure it out. Yeah. And it's just—I don't know how it goes with coin and everything now. So um, they're the ones yeah. who are cutting me the cheese. So I don't want to make them angry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But exactly. uh, sweet. Well, uh, sounds like so. We're let's let's do this um this podcast this episode is going to be kind of just adam and i we're not going to do next level um we will do we will answer your damn questions but um it'll be a little shorter since we're going to double dip we'll go on thursday and adam what what's the uh what's the plan you have for thursday
1: thursday we're, we got something special working on we're going to do we're working with uh the sids over there in oregon state to get a few coaches on and doing some uh midsummer updates from all the different programs that we cover over at fever blitz so uh make sure you tune in on thursday we'll see who we can get on them so it, it, i think it'll be good though to hear uh straight from the horse's mouth on a lot of different things
0: yeah absolutely and so uh <clears throat> it's only right we've been gone for about two weeks it's only right we do this because Every once in a while I'll you know I'll scroll on my social media I'll do I'll do whatever I do and I, I sometimes think to myself I haven't ranted in a while because there hasn't been a lot of things that that really work me up anymore um, but of course then old grumpy Greaves found something that just worked me up and so I want to talk about it uh, and it's the topic of of these kids these athletes nowadays of saying that they're quote unquote slept on. And so I just kind of want to go into that. Adam, obviously, you're going to have uh, – you're going to go in on it with me. But, uh, yeah. Adam, you, you've you seen people kind of say that they're slept on, correct? As in oh, yeah. you know, maybe high school student athletes, college athletes, uh, you know, and even some – NFL. Or I mean, pro athletes, not just NFL, but just pro athletes in general. Um, and that, that topic is – don't get me wrong. I for, – for a long time, I thought I was one of those guys, right? I went to a super small high school – Um, I thought I had the stats, the speed, the skill, everything along the lines of that, just to get, you know, um, a handful of walk-on offers and then, you know, power five walk-on offers, preferred walk-on, and then, um, you know, a couple lower, you know, Portland State, those kind of guys giving me full rides. But um, there's just something that kind of, it, it really bugs me in a way because when I see Slep on, I always think, okay, these kids are doing everything in their power. And there's and people are still not seeing them. That's that's what I oh. considered slept on. But you know, it, it's it's funny to me now because it's like people want to be crowned king and these players want to be crowned king before, you know, even doing anything, right? Before even kind of put paying their dues in a way, right? And everyone always wants to hit that reach that level of all of this fame, success. People are like, Oh my goodness, right? It's uh I don't know what Sean Mannion look at this guy right he he's on top of the world and let's say that's before Sean even threw his first touchdown pass right and then I mean that Sean's not like that by any means but there's just a good example it's it's these kids kind of want to have all this fame have all this um hype behind them before they've even shown anyone what they can really do and it's hitting something that's just making me want to rip my hair out because there's too much of it and you know I've I've talked to a couple of people that I used to train a couple of kids and everything like that, and they said the same thing like, man, I'm slept on. And I had a defensive uh, a defensive back that I was you know kind of just coaching up on footwork, everything along the lines of lifting, everything like that. And, and he was a guy who was like, man, I'm being I'm slept on man. It's unreal, right? It's unreal to me how much I'm slept on and I can't stand it. you know, I just I'm doing, you know I'm lifting, I'm tweeting, I'm doing all that, and I was like, hold on a second, like are you doing everything you think you can do? He's like, yeah, there's not one thing I could do better. Like, I seriously think I've put in all this work. I'm reaching out to coaches. I'm trying to be active on my social media, trying to get coaches to notice me. I'm posting highlights, um, everything like that, right? He's trying to come off confident, everything like that. And I asked him, I was like, okay, cool. You th- you know, if you've done everything you, you think you've done, then tell me the difference between, you know, cover one and cover two. And he was like, okay, well, uh, you know, this guy does this or this guy does this. And I was like, no, that's not it. Like, tell me the difference. Like, I just want I just want to see, you know, what you know. So tell me the difference between cover one and cover two. He's like, well, okay, ask me something else. And I was like, okay, tell me the difference between cover two and cover three. Couldn't do it. Same thing, cover three, cover four. Couldn't do it. Same thing when I coach a running back. You know, I asked the running back, I was like, okay, uh, draw me an over front did nothing, no blitzes, no nothing, just draw me an overfront, the way the defensive line sets up in an overfront. And they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's – that. and then I'm like, man, you're not slept on You're just not putting in the work. You're not You're not paying your dues. I don't know anyone who's ever reached a level of success, not only in sports but in life, that, you know, if you don't pay your dues, you're not going to reach the – you know, you're not going to reach the top where you want to reach. That's why I'm saying, you know, I think a lot of the thing, especially with Coach Anderson's – group. And, uh, you know, I was part of it, too, is we kind of, you know, after we I think that's where the fell off came really quick, Adam, especially, you know, that season we beat the Ducks. Uh, we kind of looked like, you know, that next season after we beat Oregon, what we won four games, which is nothing to, you know, obviously be ex- super excited about. But you the the program looked like it was taking that next step, right? We looked like we were mm-hmm. a season after that that next season, we, we were going to reach that bowl game, be back in the conversation of You know, a serious Pac-12 team, and Mm -hmm. I think that's where we hit this of we're being slept on because people came out with these rankings saying, you know, Oregon State's not going to be that great, right? They had a good run, but you have to look at the teams they beat, blah 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 blah. And I was like, man, these guys are these guys are wild, these guys are tripping. Like we we just got done beating the Ducks, we smashed, you know, Arizona. We should have beat Stanford. We beat Cal in overtime, blah 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 blah. List can go on, right? There's a handful of games Mm -hmm. we could have won, but we didn't. And so we're thinking that we're on top of the world but then in the off season I saw it because the off season was where I was like really you know this is where I was like what is, what is all this coming from we had seniors missing uh film study we had you know younger guys not showing up on time we had guys miss <clears throat> excuse me missing meals everything along the lines of that we just had there's just a lot of things that were adding up to a point where you're like wow I think they think we're already winning the Pac-12. <laughs> or I think yeah. they think that we're already in a bowl game. And that's where, you know, they kept saying, we're slept on, man. People are sleeping on, you know, Oregon State. Be ready. Like, you know, everyone be ready. And then the season comes around, what? You win one game. You go one eleven. 11 You should have went 0-12. You should have lost to Portland yeah. State. The football gods were yep. on your side because you should have lost to Portland State. And so <laughs> that's why, that you know, that was that's kind of my rant is, and I want to get your thoughts on it too. I talked about it with – um Andrew Nemec on our show that we have on Thursdays here at 10A The Fan is, you know, I was like, man, it's not just the kids, though, hyping themselves up. It's everybody, everyone. Like, it's the fact that coaches, the coaches can't even like you can't recruit somebody unless you hype them up now. Right. If you don't get the cool pictures, yeah. you don't have all of that. Nobody's going to want to go to your school. And it's ridiculous to a point where I'm like, listen, like, this is where, you know, I, I just look at the fact that it's like being slept on is someone like the Roger brothers. Right. Look at them. Look at how talented they are. Look how much they did for not only a you know not only a team but a community and everything about a legacy at Oregon State. Granted, I think they were what? Three stars or two stars something like that. They weren't big right? I think James, I
1: think James wasn't even rated.
0: Honestly.
1: Oh, goodness. I think he, it was it was two offers or something like that. It was Oregon State and you know Texas Southern Oh, or goodness. like that. See, that, that's know?
0: being – and th- and that's the thing, too, is when you talk to James now, and we've had him on the show, obviously, but you talk to him now and you, and you just listen to the way he talks, it's not like he feels like he's privileged. But he has some – you know, he has kind of a swag. He has kind of like a chip because he earned it. And that's the same thing with Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, as everyone told me, especially because I was his teammate for one season, he made himself a top-ten pick. He had the talent. He was talented, he was fast, he could catch well, right? He ran good routes, but everyone does that at college. When you get to college, everyone is just that good. But what are you going to do to separate yourself is you take it upon yourself, right? And you earn the right to, you know, considered or to be considered a, a top player. And kids don't do that now. No one does that anymore. Everyone just wants to hype into fame before anything. Because, you know, you're going to be the cool guy. Oh, you know, look at my picture before the game that we lost 49 to nothing Right. Who cares? (laughs) Oh, you know, all these guys posting highlight videos. It's all over Twitter. Not and I'm not just saying it's at Oregon State. I'm saying it's everywhere. It doesn't matter who. Right. Doesn't matter who it is. Every single college football player does it. And I'm not even bagging on because, you know, if they feel like they've earned it, they've earned it. But don't don't be a guy who misses tackles left and right, you know, missing his assignments, missing meals, missing this, missing that. And then coming at me or coming at someone on Twitter saying, you know, this is my realest year. Just wait. I got a heart of a lion. I'm like, well, you got a heart of a lion. Yeah. You know, when you're on your phone, but against somebody you're, you're getting blown out or I don't know, you're, you're messing up the the exact same assignment you've done, you know, the past three weeks. What do I always say about that wheel route drives me insane. That's what I'm saying is because those are the type of things I'm talking about. Don't come at me telling me that you have this killer mentality, this, you know, this Kobe Bryant mentality, I'm Ray Lewis, right, reincarnated. The yeah, the mama yeah. mentality when the whole point of it is that you should you should embrace the process and that's how you become great. And kids don't do that now. They just want the fame. They just want to score. But nobody, you know, nobody wants to do anything other than score. And that's the problem. And so that's my Marcus rant, man. I just hope that these kids can somehow, some way, at least embrace the fact that it's a process. And I think that's, you know, even in broadcasting, I was like, man, you know, when I first got into it, after I was done playing football, I'm like walking around like, man, I played football Oregon State. Why can't I be, you know, the Oregon State insider at Fox Sports? Probably because I didn't pay my dues, right? And I'm sitting here. And it's true. It's, you know, with this podcast, I was like, I could do a podcast. Podcast Podcasting isn't even hard. You just have to talk. People are going to listen. Yeah, I thought that until... You know, I, I, I tried to do a podcast, and I posted it five times, and I had three listens. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just something that you have to pay your dues. You really do, man. And I think that's, yeah. that's such a big problem now is you just see it so much in college football is that there's so much like I'm slept on, my team is slept on, but then when it comes down to it, you know – I'm a beast, I'm a beast, but then when it's time to be in beast mode, you're not in beast mode, right? And beast mode is yeah. not just scoring touchdowns. Beast mode is being a beast in studying film and uh, working out at the right way, you know, making your lifts at a certain time with a certain mentality. It's, you know, it's seriously a big He's problem.
1: the game.
0: Yeah, so I just wanted to get your I mean, thoughts on that, Adam. I mean, you see it. Yeah. You see it just as much as I do. I know you do, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on it.
1: You know, uh, before we dive into that, though, I did look up James's offer list, and it was Oregon State, Texas State, and Utah State wanted to uh, give the correct schools oh out there goodness. instead of just BS and something. Um, but, yeah, you know, you, you look at this from a recruiting aspect, and you see these kids who are talking about being slept on and being, you know, essentially under-recruited. And it, it kind of comes across as a, a myriad of different reasons. Um, you know, one of the biggest is lack of exposure. You know, are you out there right now? It's getting out there seven on seven, getting out there at the camps. That's kind of the biggest way you can become more visible. Um, Another thing that I found kids who, you know, portray themselves as being slept on, it's not because of their talents or anything. You know, maybe they've had um, they missed their junior season because of a, an injury, kept them out, so they aren't getting that recruiting attention that they feel they deserve. But it comes back to, well, go out and earn it. Go out there, make people recognize by your play. Mm-hmm. You know, go out there, become a dominant force. Not only that, be active, be a leader of your team. Be active, get your grades in line. You know, it's it's not just football but just the student athlete in general so many kids get so focused on the athlete portion of it Mm -hmm. yeah if you have five-star talents, yeah you're gonna get by with being a mediocre student but improve your visibility and be a better student Mm -hmm. get those grades in line um you know there's just so many different things that contribute to um getting yourself on people's radars yeah, and it's, it's improving in every facet of it, not just phoning in on um, the weight room or, you know, devoting yourself to one thing, become more of a um, diverse, you know, athlete, student athlete. So I think that's kind of where I'm coming from is just put your head down, work harder, um, expand your, your horizons too.
0: Yeah. I mean that, and that's, another thing too because i see i follow a lot of coaches on social media just to kind of see what they say i like picking people's brains uh-huh. and reaching out to them seeing what they have to say about all this but there's so many of them that have all right they're all these funny memes that are like uh you know you're seeing a you see a kid with crazy talent great hips and all of this and then you know you look at his grades and he has a 1.5 and then you know, the meme is him saying like, well, I'll see you later. And like driving off or something. Right. And that's true. Right. That's, that's the point of being the, you know, earning it, you earn it not only on the field, but you earn it in the classroom. The most important thing that kids just don't get. And I didn't even understand it until I got to Oregon state was if you have, if you're talented enough, right. But you Mm -hmm. don't have the grades, they'll look over you so quickly. They'll say, okay, see you later. And then that's when the kid's are like, well, I'm slip-on. No, you're not slip-on. You just don't go to class. You want to be the, yeah. like I always say, you want to be the cool guy. You think it's super cool yeah. to skip class because everyone's like, oh, well, uh, Marcus is skipping class. So, you know, maybe I should skip class. Yeah, skipping class is cool. It's funny when you're in high school, I guess, if you even find that comical. And then once mm-hmm. everyone else graduates and they get a job and you're sitting at home being a bum, you're like, well, uh, <laughs> at least I was a cool guy at high school. Well, back in high school, yeah. I used to skip class. Well, it doesn't matter because you you didn't get any scholarship offers for football. Couldn't even get into any schools, right? You had five Power Fives I wanted to offer you, but you're you know you're too busy wanting to be cool and wanting to be funny. It I don't understand. It drives me insane. But uh, it's kind of the rant, man. I just I hope that something yeah. changes. I mean, the coaches see it. Obviously, they they publicly come out and say just focus on your grades and if you have the talent we'll find you like there's no being slip on mm-hmm. anymore with all of all of the ability we have to reach out and find people it's more of just it's more of just if you're willing to put in the work and it's a process it's not like you're going to walk in yeah. score six touchdowns in a game and then you're going to get 50 offers no you have to you have to have decent enough grades for them to even consider you that's why I try to tell you know I try to tell people, and that's why I try to tell people that play Oregon State now, right? I feel like it's my duty at least in any way to give them any advice about this real world that I can. And I'm like, listen, man, all this you know, all this being the cool guy at you know in Corvallis, Oregon, and it's super cool. Don't get me wrong, I get it. we were part of the team that beat the ducks. Everyone thought we were super cool. But then I got out of college and I was like, hey, you know I, I used to play college football. People were like, okay. And I'm like, well cool. I'm like, yeah, is that not cool? They're like, no, I, I make ninety-five K a year. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, uh, you know, I I don't know. I uh I scored a touchdown once and they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> and so right. And so that's kind of why I try to tell them, like, listen, man, like, love the game. Put all your, you know, all your passion into it, because if you love, you know, you can't play division one football unless you love it. But then at the end of the day, you have to realize that it's a process for everything. It's not like you're going to walk in and you're going to reach the top. Not in football, Mm -hmm. not in life, not nothing. So that's just my rant. I just had to, you know, I had to clear that up. It was something that was bugging me for a while. And I wanted to talk about it last week. But like I said, our schedules were kind of all crazy. So um, that's kind of it for the rant. But I think it is time, Adam, if – I think it's time to do some damn questions. We we kept the people waiting. We had a we had a handful of really good questions. So let's get to that. All right. It is time for our damn questions. This one, the or question number one, is from the one and only original creator of the damn podcast, Mr. Brandon Sprague. He asked a really good question at him. This one got a lot of responses, and I think this is this one is just is a perfect question. He said, one playmaker all time and you can oh and you have one play to run to win the game which Oregon state player do you give the ball to so basically he's saying cuz he I don't know why he tweeted out like that you have one play yeah. to score a touchdown you could get one Oregon state player of all time to give the ball to who are you giving it to adam
1: i think it's just you know i would give it to steven jackson myself but you can interpret this question different ways like who who do you want to have the ball in their hands are you talking to a quarterback to make a decision, whether it's run mm-hmm. Um If that's the case, I'm probably going with like a, a, a Matt Moore or Sean Mannion. And no, hey, I'm going to go with Jonathan Smith, the coach there. <laughs> uh, but if if you're looking for somebody to just get the ball in their hands and make a play, I got to go with Steven Jackson. I mean, that guy was just a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, he's going into the Hall of Fame here sooner or later for a reason. Um yeah, I'm going with
0: S. Jax. Who, who do you got though, Marcus? Who I am? I'm gonna have to go with James Rogers, man. And that's because okay. that's because just watching. I remember I was young. I think I'm, I might have been an eighth grader or seventh grader. Um, fresh to football, knew basically nothing about it, but I was always super fast. So I really loved watching super fast guys run. I remember watching the Civil War where James ran that game-winning touchdown. I think it was in overtime too. I think it was, yep. where he oh, ran that fly oh, that, sweep. that
1: game down, down in Eugene.
0: Yes, sir. That's the game yep. I always remember from kind of my childhood. And I, after that, I was like, all I want to do is run a fly sweep. <laughs> That's all I oh. want to do. So I would have to give it to James because either him or Evanson. I don't know. There's been too many game-winning oh. touchdown runs. So yeah, I don't know, man. Don't you think? You're not going to say James? A I, lot of people. Uh, I think a lot of people said James, but then again, a, re- a lot of people said Steven Jackson. I never personally watched Steven Jackson's highlights at Oregon State. I should probably do that.
1: Oof. Hey, you're missing out that, man. That guy, I mean, talk about manchild. Yeah. You want to talk beast mode? It was Steven Jackson before it was Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> so.
0: That's pretty uh, crazy.
1: But, hey, I'm glad you brought up that uh, flight sweep by James. I was actually at that game. I got to give a shout out to Pernell Booth because I definitely. Hurtled like three rows, jumped down on the field, rushed the field, and lost my phone. Pernell Booth picked it up and got it back to me like six hours later. So, Pernell, if you're listening, shout out to you for that, man. I still remember. So <laughs> that's but, impressive. Uh, that game was crazy. Just one of the most intense, intense atmospheres you've ever been in. I so, could
0: only imagine. Uh, hey, we have a. Yeah. I really like this question, and this one I think is more for you, Adam. Uh, yeah. I think you would have more say in this than I. This is from Paul Aiken. He asked us a couple weeks ago. I remember and we never got to it. So he says, mm-hmm. um, "Do you see any of the in-state athletes who have committed to other schools flipping their commitment to the Beavs? Do the coaching staff put energy into this for high-caliber uh, recruits like Alfieri and you know whoever else is super big in Oregon right now? Do you kind of do you kind of think that the, the coaching staff could potentially you know maybe try to poach some of these guides?
1: You know I." I don't know how hard they're pushing for it. I know they're keeping tabs on a couple of them, especially Alfieri, just because there's the, uh, the close relations there between the family and the staff. But, you know, some of these kids who I think they had a good feeling on who committed elsewhere. It's like, well, you know, do we, we can probably get an athlete of comparable skills um, from somewhere else. But I mean, each scenario is going to be different how they approach it. Um, I don't see them pushing too hard for some of the kids who, quote, unquote, gotten away out of the state, um, with the exception of Alfieri. And that's still kind of just wait and see. You know, if, if Oregon State starts out hot this year and Cal kind of, you know, comes out comes out of the gate a little slow, there's a, there could be an opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, though, I just don't see them pushing for too many of the in-state kids yeah. um, that have committed out of state. Mm. Um, I don't know if you got a take on that or we can Uh, move on to the next question we can
0: move on I don't really I just don't really think coach Smith and staff seem kind of like they're they're the poaching type yet Uh, I think they feel pretty good with their class right now so if say like Alfieri is not feeling comfortable he's maybe second guessing himself and Oregon State is still in his mix then I think that's when the coaches you know kind of reach in and and uh, you know kind of try to play their part but like we've already said before on this podcast is that they just want guys who wanna be there. Right. I don't think they're gonna get on their knees and beg for anybody to come to Oregon State. So if they wanna be there, then they'll find a way to get there and Coach Smith and his staff I think will do the right things to at least get them on the team. But if not, I think we have we have we get good talent anyway. That's okay.
1: Yeah. I think so too. But hey, our friend Matthew Ciafoni is back and he's not asking about defensive linemen as part of the 2019 class so that's uh, <laughs> relieving I guess <laughs> but uh he's, he's got a question over under on the crowd for the opening game 35,000
0: I'm taking the over easily
1: you think an over
0: easily without a doubt that's a huge game I think the way it's a- in a way that Oregon State not ended the season but kind of I think this recruiting has really played a part into it. So I think people want to get back yeah. onto this, kind of see what Oregon State's about. It's okay because they, I mean, realistically, what did we expect from Coach Smith and his staff their first season? Do we expect them to just come in, walk in, win six games with after everything that's happened to the team, these players, the program? Absolutely not. But now you kind of see, not only do you see... The progress that's being made in the recruiting, but think of guys like Tyjon Lindsey. I'm, I'm, I couldn't tell you how excited I am to watch someone like Tyjon Lindsey. I'm excited to see a healthy Jake Luton, an offensive line that's kind of in a way refreshed, new, with some new faces. You get some experience with the transfer guys, but a defense that's kind of brought back to life in a way with these transfers and the kind of the guys that they've picked up. Right, the defensive line. There, there's no way in hell that they're going to be as bad as they were last season or the season before. Yeah. There's no way because the talent is already there. Guys are not only getting more athletic, they're getting stronger. A guy like Hamika Rashid is going to come off the edge and really cause a lot of havoc. He's been putting in a crazy amount of work. Someone like Jalen Moore, ton of experience, big-time tackler. I think he's not only become a better you know football player on the field, but off the field I think he's a lot smarter. He understands kind of – how the game goes, how guys move. There's just a lot of working pieces that I think are finally starting to come together that, don't get me wrong, Oklahoma State is a a damn good team, but there's no way that that Oregon State is going to be as bad as they were last season or the season before. So I see a lot, a huge jump in progress. I'm excited. I think not only me, but a ton of people are going to be excited to be there. And how many times you get to see Oklahoma State and oregon state two of the osu's go at it come on man it's going to be yeah. cool orange and black the battle of whatever you want to call it um it's going to be super cool i think a lot of people from oklahoma state are going to show up as well i hope and i really think that reacher is going
1: to be packed you know i'm hoping so too i think uh things line up well it's you know friday night game on fs1 it's going to be one of just a handful of nationally broadcast games for that weekend uh you know playing on friday night i think there's maybe one other game, Mm -hmm. two games, something like that. Um, So there's an opportunity for it to really be a must-see type game. Um, You know, it's before the high school season starts for uh, OSAA, so Mm -hmm. you got that going for you. And I agree with you on the growth of the team. I think this is going to be a totally different-looking defensive group, and I think if they can make improvements by leaps and bounds, which, I mean – When you're, uh, what, 117th in the nation in defense, if you can move up into that top 70 group, I view that as improvement by leaps and bounds. I don't know how other people determine it, but uh, you get the offense, you know, making incremental improvements. You're having uh, consistent um, quarterback play, Um, whether it's Jake Luton, who looks to be the man right now, or Tristan Jebia, if he comes in and supplants Luton before fall camp or as fall camp starts going. I think you can have a really successful team, but I don't know if we're going to get 35,000 because I think people are going to want to say, hey, show me improvement and Mm -hmm. then we'll buy in. Yeah. And unfortunately I think that's just the state that uh, Oregon State football is in right now. But I would love to, I would love to be proven wrong on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got one last question from uh, Mr. Greg Harden. He says, which position group will see the biggest production jump? next season? That's a good question.
1: I think it's the linebackers myself. Okay. Linebackers are defensive line. Um, you know, I, I think it's somewhere on the defense is going to make the biggest jump. Um, I'm hoping it's within that front seven um, because I mean, that's the play of that, the both of those position groups, I feel like over the last couple of years has been rather lackluster. Yeah. Um, and I think there's finally the, not just the talent there, but the bodies. To provide yeah. depth, um, quality depth, um, and kids are. It seems like the, the student athletes and the athletes in the the program are more bought in than they were previously. Yeah. I think they've had this year and a half to really bond with this new staff, Coach uh, Smith's staff, and Coach Tibbetsar specifically on the defensive side and his guys there. Um, I think they can. They're primed to make a big time improvement. Um, I don't know
0: how you see it, though, Marcus. Uh, I see defensive line, absolutely, like you were saying. They just have the bodies finally. I think the guys aren't going to be gassed. And there's going to be some players that are going to be in, say, like a Elu um, or Jordan Whitley. Guys are going to be in there. I, I mean, uh, Isaac Hodgins. Guys are going to be in there who not only have some experience, but... They just have kind of a nastiness and Evan Bennett as well. There's a lot of just fresh bodies out there, right? And that's the biggest thing because no matter how good you are, you're gonna get tired. That's just how football is. So if you can kind of keep rotating and feel comfortable not only with rotating the guys, but the production and kind of that attack that you want from your defensive line doesn't go, you know, crazy down as soon as you bring in like the second the second squad, then I think mm-hmm. the defensive line's already gonna be leaps and bounds better. I'm telling you man, I feel like at a point Adam I'm saying you could have ran through that line. Uh who else? Anyone really anyone? Uh I could have on my crutches. Hey, the Blitz team. No, we'll team, me, you, that.
1: Angie, Carter, all of us out there, JP even. Yeah, let's know. do it.
0: <laughs> no, but uh definitely the defensive line for me. I just think they uh I think they're going to do a lot better. They just have a lot of a lot of things like I said working for in their favor in a way compared to what it was previously because previously we had almost nothing working in our favor. But that being said, that's what we have for damn questions. Um those were some pretty good questions. I don't I'm not going to lie myself or lie yeah. myself. I'm not going to lie, man. Those that was, that was, those were really good. Those were probably some of the best ones we've had yet. I really liked Brandon Sprague. that might have been my favorite, but um what so we Thursday? We got a lot of people Thursday. that are calling in, right?
1: I'm I'm working on it. You know, I'm going to work the phones. Um, yeah, you're going to have to work your magic, man. Hopefully, getting a man. couple recruits. Hey, I finally have the time to be able to devote to really getting stuff in. You know, I've I've started a new job. I'm three hours away from my family during the week, so it's it's been it's been tough um, trying to figure out the balance between everything right now, but. Uh, as I've eased in, and you know you got your stuff going on, I I feel like we have a solid plan going forward, and I think we're still building good relationships with a lot of people too.
0: Absolutely. So, if that's all we got, Adam, it's been yeah. fun, man. We'll have to uh, we'll bring it back, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Damn Recruiting Podcast with your host Marcus Breeze and Adam Nicholson. <laughs>